Hello and welcome to the Energy Forecast 2022 and over the course of January I'm going to be interviewing nine experts on the energy of 2022. So you can get a free workbook, you can see the link here, please go to this link and you can sign up for a free workbook about the energy of 2022. Every single expert that I interview, I'm asking them to give me an exercise of something you guys can do and integrate into your lives to make 2022 the most amazing year ever. So go to that link, sign up for your free 2022 energy workbook. If you haven't already, please subscribe to my channel. From the 7th of January, we're going to be having nine experts, astrologers, numerologists, shamanic practitioners. I'm going to be talking about the Akashic Records. We're going to have lots of different experts discussing the energy of 2022 and how you can utilize this energy to have your best year yet. So hello and welcome to the Dharma Life podcast. I'm your host, Aloise Surfleet-Middleton. And today I am bringing you my first guest in the 2022 energy forecast. She's a very dear old friend of mine. She actually came on my podcast, my goodness, five years ago. And when I got the download about this beautiful energy series, I knew that Jane Alton would have so much wisdom to give. So Jane Alton is a numerologist, an esoteric numerologist. Yeah. Not only that, she's an expert in tarot and she's going to explain how, how they both link to one another. Mm-hmm. And she's been practicing numerology for the last 20 years. Mm-hmm. So Jane, welcome to the Energy Report 2022. Thank you. Lovely to meet you. Lovely to see you again. <laughs> <laughs> and where are you based in the UK, Jane? Kent. I'm based Kent. in Kent. Right. Yeah, I can't believe you've been a practicing numerologist for 20 years. Yeah. That is some achievement. It's my passion in life. I was an investment performance analyst for 15 years, a business analyst for 10. So I've always analysed numbers, but I'm analysing them in a way that's a lot more significant, I think, for me and for individuals. It's Absolutely. not just about the money. <laughs> well, this it's, is it. It's, it's about numbers. We use numbers every day, but they're actually sacred symbols. Um, they represent energies. Well, that's what I'd love you to do to start with, actually, if you don't mind, for our audience. It's just because obviously you're an esoteric numerologist and this comes from Pythagoras originally. Pythagoras Pythagoras is the father of modern numerology and he was about 600 years before Christ. So numerology is a very ancient practice. Everything evolves in cycles. Everything comes down to vibration. Everything is in a constant state of flux. Even when we're asleep, you know, there's blood going around our bodies, the heart's pumping, etc. So everything is in a constant state of flux. And when we look at nature, we can see everything is evolving in cycles. Nothing is in a straight line, if you like, including our lives. The theory with numerology is we're born into a unique set of circumstances, tailor-made for us to learn what we need to learn to complete what we're here to do. Is that our birth date? With numerology, it's the name on our birth certificate, even if we never use it, as well as our date of birth. I get very involved with people changing their their names, etc., because that adds whole new dimensions to what you've come in with. But the bottom line is we have a unique piece of the puzzle to complete. 
And when we're doing what we're here to do, things can fall into place. Things can happen more easily. If everyone in your, in your family is a doctor and you're expected to be a doctor, your mission or your song is about being an artist. You know, you could work very hard and become a doctor. The minute you start doing creative work, when you're doing what you're here to do, things happen more easily and you find your groove, if you like. Absolutely. So when we're in alignment with our soul, yes, totally, through totally. our numbers. Yeah, the universe absolutely wants us to do what we're here to do. And it can be quite tangible, the universe supporting us and guiding us when we're doing what we're here to do. Fantastic. So obviously, you've got your we've got the birthday energies, yeah. and then we've got the vibration of the name. Yeah, right, the so name represents everything we bring with us. With numerology, we very much talk about past lives. The one bit that's live, if you like, is, is what we're here to do. That's in the future. So the name represents everything we've brought with us from past lives. And it's about applying that possibly in a different way in this lifetime. As you know, I kind of decided to change mine because I wanted to match my soul mission, which was given to me at birth. So, yes, it's very, very powerful. Changing your name can be extremely powerful. Yes. I also get very involved with names of businesses, etc. as well. But a name is is very powerful. It's our vibration. It's what the world sees, if you like. It's, It's what people pick up on. Yeah, and I think what people don't realise as well is like my husband and I have companies where we name neurologically yeah. because of the vibration of the company. You know, that you have a vibration of a person, but you have a, everything has a vibration, everything. Yeah, I get very involved with names of businesses. So I'll start with the personal numerology and align the business mm. to that person's particular numerology. So you also the, the names and the phrases you put on your website, etc. Everything can align and that can help with things running more smoothly. So in the 2022 energy series, which you are our first guest, the the idea and the concept is that we are helping our listeners unpack the energy of 2022. You know, forewarned is forearmed and, you know, in a way. So the more we can become conscious, raise our vibration and understand the energy and the vibration of the year and work with it accordingly. As you just said, Jane, which I thought was a really beautiful point is we want to be going with the flow rather yeah. than against it. Yeah. So could you kind of give a little overview for me of, you know, what you can see for 2022 yeah. and what would be kind of poignant for our listeners? To start with by saying how key it is, we've now got a two at the front of the year. We've had 1900 years with a one at the front of the year, which basically meant for most of that time, everyone would have a one in their charts. And the one is a completely different energy to the two. The one is dominated by fire. It's a very masculine energy. The two is dominated by water, the moon. It's a very feminine energy. At the moment, everyone aged up to about 21 will have a two in their charts. And in about 100 years time, everyone will have a two in the charts. And the two is a completely different energy to the one. With the two, you've got separation for the first time. In the tarot, the two is is going behind the veil. It's about going into the mystery. So year 2000, you've Mm -hmm. got the two at the front of the year. You've got three zeros. And the zero in numerology is the potential. It's the no thing that everything comes from. It's eternal. It's everything comes from this incredible potential that we basically have within ourselves. Mm -hmm. So year 2000, incredible potential for creativity. And for the first time, we're experiencing that two energy. So 2000 to 2010, we're literally experiencing that energy for the first time. 2011 to 20, we're what we call karmic numbers. Okay, We've experienced the energy for the first time, and now we're, we're running with it. If you like, we've passed the driving test, we're running with it. 
And the 20 is about giving birth to something, actually. So 2020, we all had to go into the quiet, didn't we? With Yeah, we were all kind of taken. We were all forced to look within. Whereas the one is out there, nonstop, I'm in charge, won't be told how to do anything. The two is completely different. The two is about the diplomat, the facilitator, the coordinator, looking at both sides of the situation. And whereas the one has to be in the front and has one solution, one way of doing everything, the two likes to work behind the scenes. So potentially we have new types of leaders emerging who want to take everyone with them, who see both sides of a situation. And 2020, you've got two 20s, you know, it's literally the birth of something. And the birth of something can be violent. Obviously, there's a gestation period, innate creativity with a 20. And with 2020, you've got a four. 2020, the two and the two is a four. And you've also got a 22 four as well. And the 22 four is about building a new world. It's basically the old structures coming down. Brilliant. Well, which is what we're seeing. It's not going to happen overnight, but that's what's going to happen. And obviously, people who've benefited from how things have always been, there'll be massive resistance from that, particularly the people at the top who've benefited from the existing structure. But, you know, hopefully the people at the top, if they've got a good head on their shoulders, will recognise they have customers and voters who looking at things in a different way and demanding certain things, possibly realizing the, the strength they have. And obviously with computers, et cetera, we can get into groups more easily. So anyway, 2020 is the birth of the new world, basically. It's a trajectory for the next thousand years. It's the beginning. And 2021 adds up to a five. And we've also got a 23-5 as well. And the five is the mind which touches every single number. And the five is the one number that can move to the higher mind. And with the 23 five, that three in 23, that three has got a zero behind it. If you think 20 plus three is 23. So that three has a zero behind it. So it's incredible creativity, but born of emotion. And the five is all about movement. You know, you've got the four holding everything together, systematic, orderly, grounded. But numerology is like the journey of the number one. So that four has got the fire and passion in it. And the five is breaking out of that box, using your five senses to find your truth, to live your truth. So with 2021, there was potentially a lot of searching, a massive change. We had the ideas, but we doubted ourselves. So lots and lots of ups and downs. The 23rd letter is a W. So 23, we can be very up and down. You've got the ideas, but you doubt yourself. And 2022, you've got a six, which is about taking responsibility. The six is about wanting perfection, wanting perfect harmony in time and space, because you've also got a 24 six there, which is new structures born of emotion, the 24. So the four has got the zero behind it in the 24 six. So it's new structures born of emotion, And if you think of 24 hours in the day, et cetera, the 24 is looking for perfect harmony in time and space and can be quite ruthless about getting what they want, actually. But it is about new structures starting to emerge. And what I'm hearing, I'm just going to like reiterate it and break it down for people. So what I've heard from what you've just said is that when we've gone into 2020, we've almost gone into a new era. Yes. Which is more about collectivism and higher consciousness rather than the individual. Yes. And then the first few years and kind of almost like a shaky start within this kind of creative yeah. period. Yeah. And now we're starting to find our feet and build new foundations, new structures, new structures. harmony and from love. It's also the age of Aquarius, you know, which is obviously about the brotherhood of man. 
it is about looking at things in a completely different way. And the thing about the six, the ancient symbol for the six, just a quick diagram here. This is the ancient symbol for six. It's about perfection. It's this tight coil trying to make everything perfect. If we look at this diagram here, very ancient symbol for six, you've got perfection. You've also got the two triangles. You've got the two trinities. So you've got heaven and earth coming together. You've got the inner and the outer coming together. Think about the six. There's a potential to uncoil, to become this cup for spirit. It's about seeing the beauty without the perfection. It's about uncoiling to become this cup for spirit. And we can only uncoil from the inside out. It can't be done any other way. Um, so we've been forced, you know, the six is also about as far as we can go in nature. If you look at the six tarot card, and tarot comes from numerology, by the way. So this is the six tarot card. You've got the decision to be made. Do I stay in the five senses or do I move to the much higher ground? So this person here, she's got um, flowers in her hair. She's barefooted and she's sort of cuddling up to this person. It's about staying in your comfort zone. What, and, and what does that mean for the individual? So let's break this down and make it applicable for our yeah. listeners. What does that mean for them? Potentially, we're forced out of our comfort zones. I mean, next year will be a seven, which is about connecting with spirit in a whole new way. Uncoiling to be this cup for spirit. We want to stay in our comfort zone. Everyone agrees the world, we can't carry on as we are. But everyone wants to stay in their comfort zones. And, you know, with COVID, et cetera, we're forced out of our comfort zones, all of us. It's exactly what's been happening, isn't it? Like, you know, I would say in our community, I was asking everyone, you know, have you grown more in the last 18 months than ever before? And pretty much 99% of people said they've grown more in the last two years than they have for the whole of their life. Yeah. And also people who are not used to having restrictions put on them as you know having to well some of us you know and most of us are having to restrict ourselves and navigate it and some people are not used to any sort of restrictions you know so and also to become aware of other people possibly in a different way it's interesting with the two you've got separation but you've also got coming together so the Mm. way people come together after that separateness is different Right. Okay. So we've gone through this period of almost like isolation being forced yeah. inwards. And then how we come out of that period is more collective. Yeah. Yes. The two is a diplomat, facilitator, coordinator. It's about the collective. It's about the peacemaker. It's about seeing both sides of a situation. So if somebody wants to navigate this year, then what is the kind of key piece of advice? What's the invitation that you're seeing in the numbers? I mean, we all want to be part of the solution, not the problem, if you like. Of course, yeah. Um, and collectively with the six, it's about us all taking responsibility. There are a lot of people with a vested interest in us believing we've got no choice. You know, we have to buy this. We have to look like this. And a lot of us have found in this period of COVID, et cetera, that we possibly don't need all the things we thought we needed. Many of us have found we can work from home. For example, we don't need to commute. We don't need to look a certain way every day because we're working via Zoom or whatever. So it is about taking responsibility with regard to how much we recycle, picking up litter in our communities and possibly getting to know our neighbours. I mean, many of us know all about lots of celebrities we'll never meet, but don't know our neighbours. So 
you know responsibility for six is not just about the immediate home it's also about the community so, so it's taking like, responsibility for yes. creating the world we want to live in. yes yes, right? yes. So that would be a beautiful thing that people could do yes you know, this year would be to think yeah. okay what can I do personally yeah. to take responsibility within my home for recycling yeah. for growing food yeah. Yeah, growing your own vegetables is a wonderful example. Mm. Connecting with the earth again. What I'm seeing is it's we've kind of all have been shifted externally out into this busy, busy world. Yeah. And then almost the world stopped, yeah. didn't it, with COVID? And yeah. now we're being called yeah. within. And obviously the hero's yeah. journey is within. You totally. know, it's not totally. external, it's totally. within us. Yeah. And now it's about taking responsibility totally. for our hero's journey. Yeah. And for what we our, want our environment is always, I've been practicing Buddhism 25 years as well. No, more than that, 30, only a long time, 28 years, gosh. Anyway, but whether you're Buddhist or not, it's a possibly a concept more and more people are accepting that our environment is a reflection of our inner world. So it's always about a change on the inside. If we want harmony on the outside, we have to find the harmony within ourselves. You know, all over the world, we've got people trying to enforce peace with guns and it doesn't work. No. It has to be, you know, peace isn't just the absence of war. It's It's actually... It's about stepping away from the drama and actually connecting with who we truly are rather than who we have. You know, in so many environments, we can have fear pushed on us, especially the work environment, you know, turn the television on or whatever. And again, it's recognising we have a choice, you know, in how we respond and, and the environment we want. Yeah, you know, and I spending think that, time in the garden, etc., rather than possibly we create our reality, don't we? And totally. so we, we have a choice whether we tune totally. into the noise out there yeah. or whether yeah. we don't. We just kind of, you know, we know okay, it's there, but we don't have to focus on it. Exactly. We have a choice in how we respond. Mm. And there's so many people who benefit from us believing we've got no choice. So many industries would not exist if we all felt good about ourselves. They're, they're feeding on us, feeling inadequate. Anyway, it's about stepping away from all of that for your health just for a few moments a day to reconnect with your truth. Absolutely. So taking responsibility for yeah. how we view life, how we see yeah. life, how we want to show up in life. And, and also for your happiness. I mean, it's not about other people making us mm. happy. It's not about buying this to become happy. It's not, oh, I'll be nice to people when I've got a million pounds in the bank. It's always about from this moment now, as well as this from this moment. All we have for certain is this moment now. Absolutely. And it's about finding the peace this moment now. Can you speak to the 22? Because obviously 22 oh, sorry, is very depressing. No, 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 yeah. not at all. But, but I just thought, because obviously 22 is a very powerful number in numerology. Yeah. Like I know I've got a life path number. Yeah, it's, 22. The, it's, the, it's the master builder 22. Yeah. Can you explain that? For our audience what the 22 yeah just speak about the master builder number yeah. because obviously it is yeah. a you yeah. know, very powerful well, number well you've got obviously with the 22 you've got two twos so you've got lots of emotion you've got lots of sensitivity and the two that second two has got a zero behind it so the lower two is is lots of emotion the higher two if you like with the zero zero behind it is the love wisdom coming in to drive the emotion and the love wisdom connects us with this much bigger picture it can mean we exude a confidence and charisma we might not always feel inside it means we attract big projects but it's it's basically thinking in terms of changing the world basically so it's the literally the master builder but it is born of emotion and obviously 2022 we've got three twos just in the year Mm. so obviously we've got 22nd of february 2022 when there is a lot of two energy wow yeah Yeah. that's a lot of twos yeah there's great sensitivity and 
great sensitivity can mean we misrepresent ourselves, we become very negative. We're so sensitive, we can be easily exploited, we can be all over the place. You know, so it is about mastering our emotions. It, a key thing is to see our sensitivity as the strength it is, rather than it stopping us doing things. It can initiate things by tuning into other people, by tuning into our own feelings, you know, not just responding with emotion, but again, stepping away from the drama to reflect, to allow our sensitivity to initiate actions that are based on compassion. Responses which are pure emotion can be very negative. You know, it's basically fear, isn't it? When it's pure sure. emotion, and this can be a lot of drama, a lot of sarcasm, a lot of spite, a lot of it can be very. So it, there's all a real duality here playing out. Yeah, you yeah. said you've got the the fear energy, which could be yeah. magnified through the twos. But totally, also, you've got totally. the love and harmony energy yeah, on the flip the love side and, and the compassion. And again, you know, if our life is this size and our problems are this size, this is all we see. But if our life is this size, we've still got the same problems, but we look at things differently. Mm. So when everything is just about us and, you know, when we're internalizing things, things can get out of perspective. They can get bigger and bigger and bigger. But through helping others, connecting with others, because, you know, our problems in quotes actually connect us with others you know there is no such thing as an easy life for anybody no matter how much money you've got or whatever and it can actually be the cement that connects us it can actually be you know rather than isolate us why why is it just happening to me why do I have all these problems but if we can connect with others and realize other people have you know what's major for me might not come on someone else's radar but they have problems as well you know, reaching out to others, connecting yeah. to others. You know, a positive aspect of the COVID is the fact that the whole planet has been fighting the same enemy. You know, I'm oversimplifying, but, you know, we have learned to work together. We have achieved a great deal through cooperation. And I think it's about building on that cooperation with these three twos in the year. And, and hopefully we've seen things from different perspectives. As so almost like it. everybody uniting yeah. over how they can change the planet collectively together and taking well, yeah, responsibility. I mean, it's so key, such a key time for the planet. The next 20 years are so absolutely crucial. It sounds to me like there's almost like the opportunity would be to unite over how we can change the planet but also the pitfall the flip side of that is basically we fall into the fear and get separated even more but but it's about feel the fear and do it anyway because we've run out of time you know our children we're not we don't own the earth you know we're visitors you know it's what sort of planet we're leaving our children yeah absolutely you know countries like china certain areas of china where you can't breathe the air and no matter how much money you've got you can't breathe the air you know you so so they they pay people a lot of money to go and work there or people don't go and work there so they're realizing they have to clear the air so people will actually choose to live there it's reaching the point everyone's lives are touched Initially, with the global warming, it seemed to be just the poorer countries that were suffering. But we're reaching the point it's going to be touching everybody's lives. But it can connect us, you know. We've all got, again, we're all working together to save the planet, in theory. 
Yeah, I think it's for, for me anyway. I'm afraid global warming is not, not something I believe actually believe in. Oh, but okay. <laughs> I genuinely, it's not so much that. It's more for me. I would say it's the opportunity yeah. we've got as a collective to come together yeah. to create the planet that we yeah. want to live in. Like, I love what you said about responsibility. Yeah. You know, we've this would be the change you wish to see in yeah. the world. You know, exactly. and that is what everybody has to kind of yeah. really understand. But 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 doing that by going inward in their own journey as well. And then, Jane, the other thing I'd like you to just talk to a little bit is obviously you an esoteric and then you use the tarot. So can you just talk? You said there's a relationship between the two of them. Do you just, yeah, the, the tarot I mean, comes from numerology. I mean, I personally use tarot. I teach tarot, but I also use tarot when I give readings. Not I don't give readings from the tarot, but you've got the journey of the soul illustrated. Um, do you want me to sort of go through briefly? Yeah, it'd be great just to... Just, to, just very um, quickly. I mean, I also use this a great deal. It's called the Tetractus when I'm giving readings as well. What is um, it? So you've got the one, the very naive energy. Yeah. Um, he's got, he's so very naive energy. If you look there, he's got the baton pointed up to the heavens and he's got all the tools to do the job with, you know, there, all the elements represented. You've got air, water, fire. And then you've got the two which we're talking about, which is about going behind the veil, going into the mystery. And as you, you might see, there's a book there. Yep. Okay. And so going behind the veil into the mystery. And this is the open book, the Trinity. She's got all the light pouring through. She's, you know, if we come back to this to tractors here, so you've got the one. And then you've got the separation for the first time with the two. And then you've got the three. So you've got the trinity. And everything comes from this trinity. So with this, with this three, anything is possible. Okay, the light's pouring in. Anything is possible. You've got the masculine, feminine, the one and the two. Potential all working together. Anything is possible. That bird there. Is that's the next year then, potentially. Yeah, that's the three. And then you've got the four. So that bird has gone from fluffy and happy to completely trapped. And if you compare the three with the four, it's a completely different energy. She's mm-hmm. looking straight on. Anything is possible. Light's pouring in. He's totally defensive. He's sitting on what he's created, looking out on what he can't see. So he's got all the defensive gear on his head. And he's that bird is completely trapped. And if I just show you another diagram here, this is another diagram here. This is showing the four in the middle between the created world so we've got one two three mineral vegetable animal created world that we come from and you've got five six seven you've got soul angelic spirit the creative that you can't see and the four is in the middle yeah so he's looking out on what he he's defending what he's created looking out on what he can't see and then you've got the five so you've got the one two three here and a massive jump from the three to the four so this trinity, anything is possible. Put it up a little massive, bit, please. But it's a massive jump from that three to the four. Right. And then you've got four, five, six, which is the physical that comes from this trinity. Right. And the five in the middle here is the mind, trusting, ev- touching every single number. And the six that we spoke about is as far as you can go in this physical. Okay. And the six is where we are at the moment. And there's a massive, massive jump from the six to the seven. As we said, the six can be this tight coil trying to make everything perfect, but it's about uncoiling to be this cup for spirit. Do we go through this, obviously, the same cycle in, in every 10 years yeah. then? Right. Yeah, I mean, this, and also this one to nine, 
applies to everything we do. If you think about it, you wake up in the morning, that's the one, the will, then the two, when you weigh things up, then the three, when you have the idea, and the four, when you physically get on with it, when the five, when the mind comes in, and the six takes responsibility for what you've done, and then the seven, I mean, the seven is running with it. So the six opens up to spirit and the seven just, it's walking your talk. It's go with it. It's about the mind. It's about walking your talk. So this is why for people listening, it would be important for them to understand their personal year within the years, within the, within the six. Oh yeah, personal yeah. year. The per, your personal year comes from adding the number of your birthday number with your month. So it's the day of your birth and your month, you add those two together mm-hmm. and then you add the number that comes from the year. So this year, 2022 is a six. Mm-hmm. So basically you add your, the day and the month together and you get a number, you add six to that mm-hmm. and then you've got your personal year. So it's what your focus should be ideally this year mm-hmm. and it's the calendar year. So it's from your birthday to your birthday. So, so that kind of gives what, you the theme and this where you're yeah, at. Ideally, what your focus should be this mm-hmm. year. So if you so you adding your purse, your birthday and your month, you add those two together and you add six to that, and then you reduce the number. So you reduce the number. So if it's a 19, it's one plus nine is ten, reduces to one, etc. So if you've got a one personal year, ideally it is about go for it. If it's a two personal year, it's gestation, it's it's weigh things up, it's that's you know, it's take your time weighing things up. If it's a three, it's very much about being creative, full of ideas. The four, it's about build something solid. The five is the mind breaking out of the box, using your five senses to find your truth. This is a diagram I like to use for the five. If you've got a six, it's about focus on the home. Focus, And obviously the whole year is a six. So if your personal year is a six, you'll feel very in rhythm. It's about taking total responsibility. It's about focusing on the home as much as possible. And the seven is very much about trusting that inner voice, following that inner voice, staying true to yourself at the deepest deepest level the eight is a massive re-evaluation this this eight we call this the the shape of karma Mm. it's about as above so below yes and it's also about spirit going deep into whatever to to taking bringing everything to the surface to look at things in the light of day to re-evaluate do i take this with me do i let this go do i want to think like this anymore so the eight on one level is 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 the manager efficient organized make things happen but it's also very much as you say about spirit and matter working together it's ultimately about changing these patterns that will always go on forever so the more that's brought to the surface to be looked at the smaller these circles get and eventually it's about spirit and matter working together mm-hmm. and then you've got the nine which is a massive letting go um you know everything evolves in cycles so you've got one two three four five six seven eight and nine is literally going back through every cycle we have a little trick little trick when we sell a house jane that we make sure that it adds up to nine oh excellent massive letting go brilliant i mean if you compare the one to the nine if you look at that baton with the one it's black and yellow which represents the lead of personality to the gold of soul and when you look at the yet the baton with the nine it's mainly the gold of soul and the, the one baton is pointed up to the heavens and the energies are coming through him back down to the earth. Whereas with the nine, the energies are from him back down to the earth. 
and the nine is, is about giving back you know the nine's got all the knowledge in their head but has to let go and trust and it's about being in service it's about helping humanity but the nines are the perfectionists who have to let go and trust so if it's a nine personal year maybe stand back from things decide what's productive what's unproductive and ideally let go with love all but unproductive that one to nine can apply to everything any decision you make anything you do you can see that one to nine pattern amazing amazing so very useful exercise for our listeners so they can look at where they are but really just to recap just before we finish jane like thank you so much so much information and listen to it three or four times but effectively what we're saying is that this year is very much about people taking personal responsibility for the world that they want to live in and the chances are things might get a little bit more crazy outside but it's an invitation for people to go within inside and start taking responsibility for the home they want to live in for the community they want to live in for the world they want to live in I'd say recognising also that every single moment we have a choice in how we respond and just be aware of how many people can be manipulating us into thinking we've got no choice when we really do have a choice. So I personally think it's quite important to step away from the drama and try to, as much as possible to exercise our choice and you know, listen to ourselves and our intuition. You know, I mean, the two, which is dominated by water, water can be very you know clear it can also create tsunamis and can destroy things you know it's it's about recognizing you have a choice every moment yes I've heard that there might be some crazy weather stuff going on as well I don't know where I've got that from but I I mean they're basically massive shifts going on massive shifts right we mother nature is someone we don't again that's a two mother nature the two is the mother Oh, I see. So so we've got a lot of the mother energy with all the two. Yeah, well, he gets the mother giving birth. Wow. Structures. A mother we don't mess with is mother nature, and we have messed with mother nature big time. And it could be mother nature letting us know who's in charge. Absolutely. Wow. It could be quite humbling. So watch this space, people. But Jane, how can people find you if they would like (laughs) to do some work with you, change their name, change their business name? Just janealton.com is my website. I, I update every day in terms of numerology on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. There's a free numerology guide on the homepage of my website as well. I teach. I definitely numerology. recommend that. Actually, I follow your and I love them. They come out on Instagram on a daily basis, yeah. and they're always so spot on for what is going on. I get some wonderful feedback. All yeah. sorts of people who I wouldn't imagine would. Anyway, people find it useful. So it's not aimed at anyone in particular. It's just my interpretation of the energies of that day. Yeah, very so thank good. You. Thank no, you. no, not at all. So janealton.com. And then, guys, what we are doing in this energy series is each expert is basically giving their insight and their wisdom to our workbook, which you can sign up for for free. So please go to the link below and sign up for your free workbook. Inside that workbook is going to be an exercise that each expert recommends that you do for the year. So we're not going to talk about that now. You have to sign up to get that. But please, by all means, sign up for that now. And Jane, thank you so much for joining us. It was such a pleasure to have you. Great pleasure. Thank you. And the name I was thinking of was Stephen Hawking, by the way. He's a 23.5. Because he was someone who transcended form was what I wanted to say. You know, he's in a wheelchair, but full of ideas. Anyway, that was, sorry about that. No problem. problem. All divine timing. Don't you worry. (laughs)
Right, guys. So don't forget to sign up your workbook and we will give you the amazing comprehensive workbook as well. And you can basically get your exercise and make sure you're making the most of this year. So what did you think to this interview? Hopefully you got some really good insights and you really now understand how you can implement the energy of 2022 into your life. Ready? please do sign up for our free energy workbook. The link is here. You can sign up for your free energy workbook and inside the workbook are all of our experts giving you an exercise that you can do that you can integrate and put into your life to make 2022 the best year yet. If you haven't already, please do subscribe to my channel. The interviews will be coming out from the 7th of January for the rest of January, all the way to the end of January. So if you haven't already, please do subscribe to my channel, like and share. And I really hope that you find a lot of value from the Energy 2022 forecast series.